Hello and welcome to the show both feared and revered by Man and Beast, the Helios blog. Today, Matthew Hussey gives texting advice to girls. Let's see what he's right about. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong and independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. Mistake number one, playing games about when to text back. Now, let's say Monkey receives a text. Girls do games about when to text back when they don't care about you, when they're not interested in you. They, that's when they play hard to get. A girl that's interested in you doesn't play hard to get. Huh. It's from George. But instead of texting George back and having a conversation, Monkey thinks, No. I am going to wait. And George is going to see how busy I am, how important I am, and how attractive I am. But the problem is, George is by his phone right now. She See, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Uh, girls think that by doing the thing that they find attractive... Men will find it attractive. That's called solipsism, right? But because men don't find attractive what women find attractive, men will be repulsed by this behavior. She could have had a message with him and carried on the momentum and ridden that wave. Instead, she waited five or six hours to text back George, who incidentally was no longer curious. Now, look, I'm not saying that when someone texts you, you should always be by your phone waiting to text them back. But if someone happens to text you in a moment where you're not doing anything and it's organic to reply to them right away, why not use the momentum of that moment and have a conversation? If uh, Girls should be like, again, if you want to get a guy that you're interested in, you should text him immediately. This communicates your interest, which the guy will then understand and want to pursue you yeah this playing hard to get crap if the guy has options he's just gonna go to a girl who's less annoying if five ten minutes later you need to go that's fine that's where you can be busy in an authentic way but don't play games of making someone wait just to look cool number two obsessively sticking to text as the form of communication i think of different mediums whether they're texts pictures, voice memos, phone calls, FaceTimes, all as having a kind of energy bar. And the more you do them, the more that energy bar gets depleted and we start to get diminishing returns from that thing. If we overtext, doesn't matter how quirky or fun or witty we are by text, it begins to wear thin. And most This is actually good advice for men. Don't over anything. Don't over text or over communicate you should prefer to do your talking and texting in person. People have had that experience. It's like, okay, I need a different stimuli now. I need something else. That's when it pays to send someone a picture and just say, you know, the view from where I am right now, if you happen to be looking out on a beautiful view, or if you happen to be sitting in bed with a dessert in front of you, in front of the TV, take a picture of the dessert and be like the view from where I am right now. Check out my view right now. 
In that moment, you're changing up the medium. The same can be done with a voice memo. In the middle of a text conversation, when you feel like it's getting a little dry, send someone a voice memo instead. If they're teasing you, shake it up by sending a voice memo back saying, You're so mean. It's cute. It's playful. So, by the way, um, this will actually work and is a very good way to show interest as a girl, right? Like, if you do it at the beginning of a conversation when you don't even know the person, uh, it's more commitment to do it than just a text. I don't know if that makes sense. It's more personal, which men will pick up on. But it's a pattern break that suddenly injects new life into the conversation because the energy bar of voice is not depleted in the way that your texting has. Mistake number three, being one note. What gets someone really attracted to us is not when we're one energy, but when we're able to be versatile between different energies. If you find yourself always being very polite and sweet, today be a little bossy. Say to someone, are you going to call me tonight or what? If you find yourself sending lots of nice, friendly messages to someone, amp up the sexual tension today. Tell him you look really hot in that picture you posted today. Those are things that show that you can be many things. Well, again, what Matthew is saying here is just being your feminine, right? That's 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 naturally being your emotional self, right? Because girls are not like guys. They're not logical. So they're not going to be like one note. Even guys aren't, aren't usually going to be one note. But what I'm saying is, if you just text in the way that you're feeling in that moment, this will occur organically. But a lot of girls, they aren't in their feminine. So they don't do this because they don't even know how to be feminine anymore. So think of the energy you normally have, the one you're most comfortable with, and do the inverse of that today. Mistake number four, talking about everything except yourself. People truly fall for you when they hear your story because your story is what makes you different from everybody else. So the next time you have a conversation with someone, ask yourself this, am I only describing here what I've been doing? Or am I actually revealing who I am and what I'm thinking about? Again, like, this is semantics. You are, as a man, you are what you do. So that's what you talk about. But, as again, this occurs naturally for, for girls that are solipsistic or in their feminine, right? They will talk about themselves because that's, like, the most popular topic for girls to talk about. Okay, anyway. Here's an example, because I know this sounds a little abstract. If someone asked you, what did you do last night? You say, I cooked ribs for the first time last night. Now, that's not a bad text. It's still a conversation starter, but it's still only talking about what you did. What we want to do is add on to that a bit about who you are. If you wanted to do even better than that in telling your story, you could say, I made ribs for the first time for my family last night. I'm a little late to this cooking thing, to be honest, but I'm actually really enjoying learning about it. No, no, this is uh, double text. Although if a girl double texts, it's very good. As a guy, you should almost never double text uh, in any circumstance. Almost never. Um, because she needs to be texting more than you. So if you're double texting, it's bad. Now someone sees a hint of vulnerability, what you're learning about right now, and how you feel about it. Mistake number five, being too passive. 
almost everybody has had the experience of something moving way too slowly, of someone who keeps drifting back and forth, giving you kind of mixed signals. They're not asking you out, but they do keep reaching out by text. Yeah, that's usually the sign that the guy is either busy or he has another girl. And he's waiting for you to be warmer before meeting up. You don't know where it's going. It feels totally ambiguous. This is where I like to apply what I call gracious impatience, which means warmly, politely being more upfront about what you actually want. So let's say Monkey wants to progress things with George. Now, they've been texting back and forth for a few weeks, but it seems like the momentum isn't carrying them to the next stage. Why doesn't he ask me out on a date? Why don't he at least pick up the phone? Here I am just texting away. What am I going to text myself into an early shallow monkey grave? Sorry. Well, the passive response would be to be texting George and to be like, yes, like I think that that is true as well, George. (laughs) Bye, George. We'll do the same thing again tomorrow. Or monkey can be graciously impatient. The next time George messages her, she can say, Yeah, that's a real funny joke, George. You're a real funny guy there. So anyway, mister, are you actually going to ask me out or can I just expect to house your week for the rest of my life? Now, I know this sounds like a simple message, but there is a lot that is right with this message. There's not a lot that's right with this message. If the guy's interested in you, he'll ask you out. You don't have to ask him to ask you out. If you do, um... Again, girls will do this for Chad, right? For a guy that they're really interested in, they'll be like, so are you going to do, you know, are you going to ask me out or whatever? But again, it's like a guy who's interested in you is going to do it. And so you don't even need to ask this, like, to this message. And some guys might even be repulsed by the the masculinity of being sent the Um, why aren't you moving at my pace as opposed to your pace thing message when you say so mister there's a little bit of an authoritative but almost sexy tone to that you're being demanding you're being a little bossy then you give the standard are you gonna ask me out that's what you want you're actually saying what you want or can I just expect a how's your week for the rest of my life? That's you being intentionally hyperbolic and dramatic to create a playfulness around something that you're also kind of not playing about. People never get... Again, this is what like a 35-year-old girl is going to message you who is masculine and domineering. Just think about the personality of a girl that would, that would me- send a message like that any momentum they don't get from a first conversation to uh facetime or an actual date or they don't get from date one to date two or they had momentum and they lost it and they don't know how to get it back again with that person i wanted to create something that showed people how to get momentum in the early stages of dating someone and then keep it so that it actually turned into a relationship And the way that I've chosen to do that is to create a texting program that shows you, I think there's... Ah, here's the advertisement. Yes. Hmm. Are you just a flirt or is there more to you? He said, are you just a Debbie Downer or more to you? 
Okay, one sec. Uh... She wants the attention of. There is something that she said that I wanted to pick up on. She said, hmm, are you just a flirt or is there more to you? Now, the problem I have with that is the intention is good. What she... Yeah, except when she says things like that, uh, basically she's just acknowledging the guy is, is masculine, right? But it's kind of an insult. Guys don't like that. She wants to see is if this exchange can become more than a flirtatious or perhaps even a sexual interaction and become a deeper connection. I believe the best way to do that is not to ask, is there more to you? But to show there's more to you. Because when you reveal more about yourself, what you're really saying to someone is, here's me. Can you be that too? I'll give you an example. Let's say a guy... I'm building a desk from Ikea with my dad and my sister, and none of us seem to be able to do it. So we're... So just rolling around on the floor laughing instead. Family, in this case, her dad and her sister. Oh, man. Hating and can laugh at herself in a situation. All of that is telling her story. Now, that does something very subtle. It shows her in three dimensions. And the effect it has is that it invites him to either show himself in three dimensions by getting vulnerable in return and revealing more about his life, or at the very least, it invites him to recognize her in three dimensions, to see her as a more rounded, real human being. Again, this is like, this is crap to me. Like, it just seems like kind of useless advice. Like, the kind of guy that's interested in you is going to pursue you. And if he's not interested, he's not going to pursue you. But the reason why Matthew is making such a video is because girls want the guy that won't pursue them, right? They want the guy that, that's above them to pursue them. And so these are like kind of subtle manipulations to get that guy to pursue them. But he's still not going to because if he's too far above you, he's just going to use you for bedroom fun anyway. So I don't, again, I don't understand. To invest in. Now, if at this point he doesn't do either of those two things and instead he just says, so what are you, uh, or by reverse, because everything is shown in there to you opening up. Number one, add a human detail to your text messages. It's one thing for someone to say, how's your day going? And you say, it's going well, thanks. How's yours? It's another thing to say, it's going well, I'm about to go on a run. That gives someone a detail, something they can craft a conversation out of. Or you could go one step further and say, it's going well, thanks, I'm about to go on a run, I'm dragging my little brother with me. Yeah, so this this sort of thing actually is good, and uh, even men could benefit from this. Um, the, the point is, in conversation, you're giving the girl something to hook onto, and uh, you keep giving different hooks until she hooks onto one. But again... If you're trying to have these conversations of attacks, you're kind of going in the wrong direction. You should kind of throw these in between the times that you're seeing each other in early dating. But otherwise, you shouldn't really be texting all that much because you should have things to do. You should be busy. That now gives them a human detail on top of it, something that paints a more three-dimensional picture of you. In a world that is 2D, we have to make ourselves three-dimensional. 
Number two, I'm calling this principle shorten the time frame. If you're talking to someone on a Monday and they happen to be leaving the conversation to go into a meeting, don't finish that little chapter of the conversation by saying, have a great week. Say, have a great meeting. Have a great meeting is an interesting phrase. Or if you say, have a great workout or have a great whatever they're doing right now, because it's something you send to someone you actually know. Yeah, it's like uh, you message like enjoy or something as opposed to um, enjoy your week where you're implying you don't really want to talk to them for another few days. You may have only met this person yesterday, but when you say have a great meeting, there's something familiar about that. There's something personal about that. There's something that recognizes what they're doing right now. And it also makes it easier to pick up the conversation by them telling you how the meeting went or by you asking, how did the meeting go? Have a great week says, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great meeting says, we'll talk later today. Right. Number three, create a shared reference together. If someone tells you something like their favorite TV show is Ted Lasso. In a matter of minutes, your relationship dilemma will be in the past. Then the next time you have a moment of banter, fun conversation, find a gif that fits what you're talking about from Ted Lasso. That's a joke. I love it. That then creates this moment of A, I know you a little bit. B, I was listening. And C, we we now have a shared reference together. This actually does work. Um, I call it being co-conspirators, right? You you make these inside jokes about like what you two do together. And then it's actually, it's amazing because you're on the same team and the girl, you know, obviously she's very happy to be on a team with you. Otherwise she wouldn't be there, right? So... Vitalist a 60 use and recommendation come only in the purview of a diagnosed case of EDED or erectile dysfunction diagnosis, and thereafter, the recommendation of Vitalista 60 pills is only under the authority of a doctor. Vitalista 60 mg as such has a single medicinal compound as its compositional element, which is Tadalafil. This generic element works out a way for the males to get an erection through the increasing blood flow process, which takes place under the effects of vasodilation. Something that builds our story. Side note, when you send a GIF or GIF, Harry, it's a form of pattern break in a conversation. So it's been text, 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 and then this GIF comes through. And it's just like this little moment of animation. It doesn't have to be a GIF. You could be a voice note. It could be a picture. But when you do something like that, it's a pattern break that grabs someone's attention. The intrigue compliment. Give someone a compliment that's specific, but begin it with this phrase. Do you know what I like about you? Uh, this is this is um, masculine. Shouldn't really text us as a girl, though. Guys would be complimented by this too. So maybe maybe this does work. First, you're signaling that something interesting is coming. How do I know it's interesting? Because it's about them, and that's the most interesting subject in the world to that person. Yep. Right? So, do you do you know what I like about you? Pause. Right. You can even not put it in that message. Just put one message. You could do this in conversation too and just take a beat. But in text, you say, do you know what I like about you? And then you can wait for them to respond. Or just take a few seconds or a minute and then send the next part. That creates this moment of suspense. This is kind of BS, like the second phrase that he put. 
um, but put something actually genuine about the person. Um, this will work as guy and girl, actually. If, if they see it as an actual genuine compliment, which means you need to be observant, right? This will actually work. Suspense, intrigue, curiosity. This would even work in the early stages of dating, maybe especially. Um, because the girl doesn't really know you. And uh, she'll be like, wow, he already knows that about me? You know, that sort of thing. And it then allows you to give a specific compliment that shows not only a generous nature, but it also shows confidence. Because you're confident enough to actually embrace and speak out loud about something specific you like about another person. Number six, the accelerator text. The idea behind this message is just to keep things moving. We have to have an unwillingness to stand still. An unwillingness to be in a situation where there is no momentum. Absolutely true. Especially as a guy. Um, if, if you don't meet the girl within a week, you're, you've basically wasted that time. Uh, she's going to forget you exist. Other men are going to come and try to get her. So, And especially in 2023 with like Instagram and online dating and all that, girls have like infinite access to guys. You have to be, perhaps you have to be even faster. Um, two or three days, um, bef like between the first talk and getting a number and, and the first meet. And that means if you keep getting texts from someone that don't go anywhere, someone keeps sending you superficial details of their day or what they're up to asking how you are, but it never culminates in a date, you have to have a low tolerance for things that don't go anywhere. Yep. So, I mean, we had this example. As a man, your time is valuable. You don't want it wasted by this garbage. So you're going to push for a meet. And if she doesn't want to meet, cool. I'm not wasting my time anymore by texting you this crap. Stephen, who's in the back. Hey, Steve. We had this example a week ago where someone said, this guy, he'll literally text me and he'll tell me he's making soup, but he never asks me on a date, but he's the one who proactively texts me. So here's what you do. You ask him what soup he's making. He says, chicken soup. You then say, you know what's even more fun than chicken soup? Chicken soup on a date. And you see what he says to that. That's you calling him out for the fact that he hasn't asked you on a date. It's give is firmly putting the ball in his court. And again, like girls don't text like guys, so <laughs> that will not happen in 2023, guaranteed. Maybe a 35-year-old girl with no options would text like this. But definitely not like a 21-year-old saying your turn. That may be playful, it's not aggressive, but it shows an unwillingness to ignore the fact that right now, this isn't progressing. You've just crossed over into the twilight. Our story begins with a friend of mine who met a guy on a Friday night. What you are about to see is a real text exchange between her and- Between Chad and this girl. That's what isn't mentioned here. This man that started on Sunday. What is this music? Great meeting you. How's your Sunday been? Ed, you too. How's your Sunday been? Pretty decent start, right? Except for the fact that he didn't reply until... Tuesday has been great. Upside down face. How's your week been so far? She then replies, 
you operate at grandpa-esque texting speeds. Now, I actually like this message. I like the fact that she's calling him out on how slow he is at texting. Yeah, she's giving him a compliment uh, because he's a superior man anyway. What I don't like is the little ahaha where she softens the blow in the beginning. I kind of want her to just say it without even worrying about offending him in this moment. She then says this really good week about to get really crazy, though. This kind of crap is what people don't respond to. Because it's very vague. Now, I would have been happy if she just left it there. I know she's not asking him a question, and that might seem like the polite thing to do. But this isn't about politeness. It's about attraction. And in this moment, he might have just been messaging her because he's bored. To prove that he's not just bored, she should allow him to do a little more work. Instead, here's where it goes wrong. Which is... Which is why tomorrow I could go with getting a happy hour drink with a handsome gentleman. So she invited him. Again, masculine, right? She does all his work for him. Now, you guys, if you know my philosophy... If you're Chad, you, this is what happens to you. Otherwise... You know, I don't have a problem with a woman asking a guy on a date. But in this scenario, he has not earned this. All he's done is send a low investment message. So I wish that she'd allowed him to get himself to that point instead of rushing to arrange a date tomorrow night based on two messages. And here's how you know she went wrong. He didn't text her back on Tuesday. He didn't even text her back on Wednesday. He didn't even text her back on Thursday. He didn't text her until yeah so he's totally uninterested and do you want to know what he sent sorry didn't see that grandpa emoji now the fact that he sent this emoji of this poor old man doesn't make him a bad guy it just makes him a guy who's not trying very hard right now and as you know, I'm always encouraging women to give investment to men who are investing in them. Yes, but he's Chad. That's what you don't understand. So she's only going to ever invest in Chad. And then she's going to complain and go to the next one. So also what would be funny is if they've already slept together once and then he, he's just sending these because he wants her to not feel bad so he doesn't get in trouble later. Anyway, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian Tom and Bobby, Dylan, Renaissance Press, and Brian shout us to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. Thank you. If you want coaching, message me at theheliosblog at gmail.com. That's my email. If you'd like my books, it's at bit.ly slash books, And my Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash blog. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.